Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Stephen Knight, welcome to the Stephen Knight Show. Hope you're having a great Monday. We're going to try to make it a little bit better for you right now. We're back with the latest in sports, fashion, movie reviews, and of course the best in the music out there. Uh, then we welcome a up-and-coming actor, Fernando Reyes, who is doing big things. He's here to discuss his career, what he's achieved already, and where he sees his career going. I can't wait for you to hear that interview. And then in Hot Topics, we're talking about everything everyone's talking about. The coronavirus is dominating everything. And then Gail King, she spoke out uh, over the weekend about her infamous interview with Lisa Leslie, where she brought up the whole Kobe Bryant uh, sexual assault charges. She had an interview with Oprah on Oprah's tour. Um, and so we're going to talk about that. Listen, remind you, we're all over social media, Facebook, Instagram, and of course, our website, thestephenisshow.com. When we come back, the question of the day and hot topics. Right back after this. Chili, help you button up your overcoat. Pose a toast, bottle like half a brick. Schoolgirl, biochem, study Latin lit. Passionate, love to help the less fortunate. Triple threat, had them all out of gorgeousness. Homesick, talking about she love the snow. Different places that her mother and her cousins go. Bungalows, wanna hide like one of those. Do nothing, run around in the underclothes. Summer glow, back home, sipping over yo. Road to riches, she acting like she know the road. Showing you things I ain't supposed to show Next winter, we skiing in the Poconos And in my mind, I'm really hoping so Mind sex, our bond is so emotional Simple life, top down on the open road Black and white like when Jay Michelangelo Just being a dad, though, like Castro, mom's name Cassandra. To this day, yeah, she still make the best lasagna. It's nothing left for me to ponder. Beat you with a bow like it's a privilege and an honor. 
We at the penthouse in Palazzo. In the Venetian, we was next to El Chapo. Now we lost out in Cabo. The greedy ass, you a fiend for a taco. Just got those books, she like to read a lot. In the water on them jets, like the ski a lot. Tequila shots, batting bougie on the radio. That Jose got her acting like she Quavo. For the pesos, hit me with a pole dance. Made it rain, we got a different type of romance. In the air, love it when you slow dance. She a stallion, she ride, I'm using both hands. Both plan to enjoy this little odyssey. Beach hop to avoid the monotony. Nostradamus, seen it like a prophecy. Mrs. Long, yeah, I'm thinking quite possibly. They look at us like we are novelty. Pop out and paparazzi on the property. Drama now, I'm going strong on my bounce back. My setback got me on track. Now every day it's a new task. Face my fears covered up underneath the mask. I had to ease my mind from the crazy shit, adjusted for the perfect fit. Scars from my past, but surrounded with the counterfeit. All I need in this life is me. No stress, no pain, feel free. Look around, up and down, can't you see? All I need, all I need is me. Let me catch the grips, control my attitude, let me lock my lips. And when they pop the clips, I push the anchor down, then I rock the ship. Yo, I've been smoking steady, tripping, get the sipping, told them, listen, they ain't ready for the petty. When I dodge it, I stay ready, fatal humble, keep it heavy, stay low key, call me shady, I ain't with it, I ain't with it, tell them critics, I ain't with it. It was kind of hard for me to see, dreaded pain turn to misery. Lack of love in the families, jealousy from my enemies. I had to keep it going, shoulder weight maxed out, keep it flowing. Uh, then I rise above it, bragging rights, longer nights, I put nothing for it. Chup, chup. All I need in this life is me. No stress, no pain, feel free. Look around, up and down, can you see? All I need, all I need is me. All I need in this life is me. All I need. No stress, no pain, feel free. All I need. Look around, up and down, can you see? All I need, all I need is me. Yeah. All I need, all I need is. Uh. Yo. Uh. Ain't nobody out here 
living for me. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Uh, nah, ain't nobody out here living for me. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Yo, uh, ain't nobody out here living for me. Ain't nobody out here living for me. Uh, uh, nah, ain't nobody out here living for me. Ain't nobody out here living for me. This recovery. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Chica Evans is me and you tonight. How you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. How about yourself? I can't complain. I can't complain. You had a good weekend? I did. I had a good weekend. It's been beautiful weathered up here. Oh, nice. Uh, a couple of my clients came through. It's just been a, it was a good weekend. Cannot it, complain. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. No. Yeah. That, um, my weekend was cool. I, I hung out actually on Saturday that daylight savings time threw me completely off. <laughs> I was supposed to go meet uh, with some friends, including Miss Parker, for her birthday, and it just didn't work out right. So, hopefully, we can reschedule <laughs> this week. But yeah, if you don't know by now, really? everyone's I, 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 how, how did it throw you off? How? Because so anyone that knows me knows I sleep in on weekends because I get up so early during the week, and so mm-hmm. I was up on the phone late on Saturday night. So I woke up. It was like past the lunchtime like lunch was already happening the lunch i was supposed to go to oh wow and i was like oh my gosh and so i tried to call and text everybody no one responded <laughs> but i actually had a good day in the house i uh called my family members different family members and just kind of cut up with them and everything so i don't know maybe i needed that day but uh andrea and miss parker happy belated birthday sorry i missed it and hopefully we can reschedule all right. Well, um, the question of the day is, what makes you happy? What makes you happy, Chica? Uh, I'm happiest when I have peace of mind. Mm. Um, I've, 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 you know, at this stage in the game, you know, uh, you know, I've, I've seen a couple, you know, revolvings around the earth, and um, I don't really have any drama in my life. At yeah. This point. Yeah. Like, to the point where, you know, if people's voices are being raised, it's it's a little agitation mm. involved because I don't know, I don't have that in my space. Yeah. So, that peace of mind, that's where it is for me right now. Peace okay. of mind brings me happiness. I yeah. love that. I love that. I love to see good things happen to people that I know. Like, yes. you know, yes, people yes, get yes. their job or they... Or just to see that smile on their face, that genuine smile, I love to see that. But let me get your opinion. Um... So, I haven't discussed this, but I have a friend of mine who I've been friends with a very long time, right? 
And uh, recently I found that that person was not who I thought they were. I found mm-hmm. that they have a ex- extreme criminal past and that pretty oh, much wow. ev- everything that they, s- well, a lot of what they told me was a lie. I just found it out. And so okay. for me, I can't, you know, and the th- good thing is we don't really hang out that much anymore and not any anything happened, but we just don't, you know what I mean? It just, you know, life happened or whatever, but we still, you know, we're still in touch here and there. But I'm not a fake person, and so it's hard for me to continue to act like I don't know what I know. So how would you deal with that situation, do you think? Uh, well, I Would mean, you address it? <laughs> okay, so that situation has happened with me, mm-hmm. and to me, the person, you really don't know that person. That person yeah. is considered yeah. a confidant and a friend. A very close not friend. not betrayed themselves to be. Yeah. So you yeah. don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. in knowing that information, in knowing my personality, I will slowly but surely start to pull away. Yeah. But, again, like I, I've seen a few revolving you know, around the earth, mm-hmm. I'm at a different mm-hmm. point right now. So... I feel like I would need to address why I'm removing myself from your space. Yeah. Just yeah. so that, and, and I believe in education. Mm-hmm. And not that I need to teach everyone, but maybe the next time around you'll think about this situation, so I need to tell you about it so you don't do this again in the future, and maybe you can have a relationship that will be with this probably could have been. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I need to say something, but it's like... Um... It's and just, then you need to say it for your peace of mind because right. then you know how people do. You'll remove yourself or you'll fade away, and then I don't know what Stephen did. I don't mm-hmm. know why he did yep. this. Blah, yep. blah, 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 blah. Yep. Clear the air right now. Get it clear so they understand so there'll be none of that. Yeah. And I'm at the point in my life now, I, you know, I don't like a guessing game. I want you to know exactly what happened. You know what I mean? But, um, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, pray for me. <laughs> but tweet us on hope. Let us know what makes you happy. Stephen S. Show, SHL. All right, well, um, the coronavirus outbreak is increasingly um, deadly health concern worldwide, and the hardest-hit country in the midst of it all is, is Italy. Italy has officially implemented a total lockdown um, as the number of coronavirus in the country are inching close to 10,000 people. Now, CNN reports that Italy has put under a total lockdown as the Prime Minister Conti announced that he is extending restrictions already currently in place in north region of the country. At a press conference on this weekend, Conti said that all of the uh, measure, I'm sorry, all the measure of the red zones are now extended to all the national territory. Um, he also explained that Italy will move forward with a complete ban of all public events. Now, under the initial lockdown rules, schools, universities, theaters, cinemas, and bars and nightclubs were closed in uh, North Italy. Additionally, religious ceremonies, including funerals and weddings and sporting events, were suspended or postponed. Meanwhile, local restaurants and bars were allowed to be open from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And malls and markets could open on weekdays if they were assured that um, the meter of distance between each client. So make sure that, you know, there, there was the risk wasn't that bad. Um, however, with the stricter measures in place, these places will likely be closed for un foreseeable future what do you think do you think that italy is doing the right thing um or do you think that um 
you know, is extreme. I will say this, 97 people have died from corona, coronavirus in Italy in the last 24 hours. So do you think that this, this restriction is, is uh, warranted? Well, I mean, because they they don't really fully understand it, mm-hmm. they're trying to circumvent that, you know, by the, the whole um, separation. Yeah. And they want people to stay at home. They don't want kids to go to school. Um, they want everyone to stay indoors and, and no communication. Yeah. I mean, not just communication, no contact. That's You're right, 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 right. No contact. So, I mean, because they really don't know. They don't know how people are transmitting it. They don't know where it's coming from. I found out today that we have two cases in our hospital. So oh, wow. Wow. The stuff just hit the fan, so yeah. stuff got real. Yeah. However, um, it's not much more that you can really do except to, you know, maintain your own health, mm-hmm. wash your hands, and keep your hands out of your face and mouth. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to a friend of mine over the weekend, and... You don't realize how much you touch your face. It was it was interesting. We posted on our um, Instagram this woman. She was official and she was talking about you know how to protect yourself from coronavirus. She's talking about keeping your hands out of your face, and then she proceeds to lick her her finger to turn the page. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just you just don't realize you're doing it. You know what I mean? You don't realize you're doing it. No, you don't. It. But I will say I've been you know you should always been washing your hands in the first place. But I've been really been washing my hands a lot. Like. You know, when I order takeout or if I, like I had food delivered to me the other day, you know, I got the bag, came in the house and I washed my hands before I ate, you know, you just have to take those extra steps, you know, because we yeah, don't know. With me being on. clinical, me being clinical, I wash my hands all the time anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was joking around with them and I told them, you'll be watching me walk out the building with a pair of gloves on like, to go home in, mm-hmm. like, just to be out in the street until I get home. I would say some. Uh, I was at uh, the store the other day. <laughs> the other day, I had to go there for work, and this woman was beside me, and she had on a mask, and her phone rang, and she took the mask off, answered it, then put it back on. I thought that was so funny to be able to watch. And your phone is the biggest yes. carrier that there is. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Because it touches your face and your hands. How about mm-hmm. that? Yep. Yep. Well, Doctor Drew. Um, he is very upset with the way that the media has been covering the coronavirus. Um, you know, he said in our country, we only had 14 deaths. And he said that's very of low doses of people compared to the people who are um, catching the flu. And he said that mm-hmm. he thinks that the media, he said, we're not as people overacting. The media is overacting by, you know, causing this fear, um, you know, when we don't really know. Uh, the full story, and that people are dying every day from the flu as opposed to dying from the, uh, you know, from coronavirus. Do you think he has a point? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Um, simply because uh, the the media has a big role in um, the the temperature of America. Mm-hmm. I guess the temperature of people it yeah. really gauges you know, your anxiety level. Yeah. And if you don't feed into everything that they tell you, and, and you have to feed into it because you need the education, but they do put hype on some of that stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. really. Um, so, I mean, try to use discernment when listening to the news. Yeah. Um, educate yourself. You know, Google some stuff. Look online. Don't just believe everything you're told. 
Uh, one thing that I want to mention that a lot of people, I still see a lot of people do, please, when, you, when you're at the merchants um, out shopping, stop giving people your credit card. Mm, yeah. Tell them to punch in, you know, put the swipey thing on the counter and you'll swipe it through yourself. You know, maybe uh, let them see it so they can punch in your numbers, but stop putting it in their hand. Yeah, that's true. These little things we have to think about that we, you know, we necessarily didn't before. You know what I mean? About the and an, and another thing that I've adopted too is the knuckles. So many times we have to touch public things, mm-hmm. like if you go to the ATM machine. A lot of things are automated, like when you check out of a grocery store, like the self checkout. Uh, I use this thing now called the knuckle punch. I don't use my finger, like yeah. the fingerprint part. I use my knuckle, and I'll do it that way. Mm. Use, like the palm of my hand. That's true. That's true. You even see, like, one of these talk shows, you see a lot of people now, they're not shaking hands with the audience anymore, or even with the guest. <laughs> they're, yeah. you know, doing the elbow yeah. or, the, or the fist, or, you know, the fist bump. Um, people aren't playing with it, you know? Um, but, yeah, so everyone, please wash your hands and do what you have to do. But moving forward, so shortly after Kobe Bryant's death, Gail King found herself in the middle of a whirlwind of controversy uh, when she decided to bring up his past sexual assault allegations while interviewing Lisa Leslie. Now, the backlash uh, from her questioning was immediately in extreme. Well, now she has revealed that what the experience was like in a new interview with Oprah Winfrey. Uh, People reports that on March 7th, during the last stop of Oprah Winfrey's 2020 vision, uh, Your Life in Focus tour in Denver, Colorado, Oprah interviewed her best friend, Gail, about the backlash, especially um, the death threats and harsh comments and various attacks at, uh, at her journal, journalist integrity. Gail recalled how things were very painful to deal with and the follow-up happened. And she's what she had to say. She said, I, had, I have moved on. Is there a scab? Yeah, but I have moved on. I have put my game face, my big girl pants, because I never lost sight of who I was, what I believe in, and my intention. I never lost sight of that. But it certainly was a learning curve and was very painful. I think that we can disagree politically. We can disagree socially if you want to. But I think the humanity uh, should prevail always. I think we still have to figure out a way to navigate that with each other. That we can disagree and you can be mad at even me. But you can't speak to me the way I was spoken to and threatened. As you remember, um, Snoop Doggy Dogg is one of her harsh, harshest critics, um, but he apologized for his comments on Jada Pinkett Smith's Red, Tar- Red, Red Table Talk, uh, her show. Do you, what do you think about her reaction? Um, I think that that was um, an educated response. I mm. think that it was fair. Yeah. I think she spoke her truth. Um, and she's right. Um, however, I, I do feel a need to say that some people can only respond in the scope of their intelligence. I'll yeah. say it like that. Mm-hmm. People cannot respond in an intellectual way if they don't possess, possess the, the intellectual acumen. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that you have to allow for that. Like my mom used to always tell me, consider the source. Right. If you can consider yeah. the source, you can kind of like shrug it off. Yeah. It doesn't bite as much. Yeah. You consider the source. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, she obviously had time to think about it because, you know, it's been a while since it all happened. I'm sure she got to sit mm-hmm. with it. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm glad she said it was a learning curve, you know, because I don't care how old you are, you still can learn, you know. Um, yeah. 
And I'm glad, but she said she never lost sight of who she was, even though she may have made this mistake. Um, you know, it was something that she could learn from. But we, yeah, but we still have to stop tearing each other down. You know, we make a mistake. You know what I mean? Use it as an opportunity to grow and learn. Um, and hopefully mm-hmm. that's something that she was able to do in that moment. You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, well, last story. So races are just running rampant in 2020. And an Indiana Olive Garden had to clean up shop after a customer was out of line. So pretty much NBC News uh, reports that this uh, woman, she was at, she was at this white lady, she was at um, Olive Garden with some friends, including two kids. Um, and there were two black servers were waiting on her. And she yelled out to the manager that she wanted a white uh, server. And the manager complied. And so the young lady who was serving her, she was 16 years old, she started crying. And a man who was a, another uh, pes- you know, uh, uh, customer, excuse me, he was there and he was disturbed, just watching, he was there with his wife and he took the Facebook to complain about it and, to, um, and his post was shared over 1,500 times. And he felt like that the woman had no one that had her back. And he was saying how diverse the restaurant was. Like, you know, the workers there was a very diverse environment. He was shocked that the manager um, complied with her, with the uh, customer's request to have a, have a non-black person, um, you know, taking care of her. Um, Olive Garden later did investigation. They fired that, um, fired that, that manager um, for, you know, for making those, for, for, you know, complying with the customer's, uh, you know, request. What do you? I mean, this is twenty <laughs> twenty. I mean, yeah. why don't we just go back into segregation already? Oh Let's my just gosh. go ahead and just separate and segregate whites only. We can even go back to being called colored. Let's yeah. just be called colored, and we'll have our own water fountains. We'll have our own businesses. Just, just do that already. It's ridiculous. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And then to do that to a well, first of all, to do a period, but especially do it to a teenage young girl. You're showing her this is this experience she has to have. When she's just trying to work at 16 years old, I mean, it's horrible. I mean, the message really should have been to ask that woman and her brood to yep, leave. to go. Uh, because we do not uh, condone that type of behavior. Yep, yep. But I think Olive Garden did the, ma- the right decision. I-, I hate to see that manager get fired, but made a very poor decision. And He made uh, a dumb call. Yep, yep, yep. Well, that's hot topics. Miss Parker wasn't with us tonight, but you know, last week was her birthday, her and Janera's birthday, so we're wishing them a continued uh, uh, birthday. And uh, Chica, I'll see you in movie reviews. Yes, sir. All right, right back after this. Slip away because 
wanna do is make you happy, girl. Just wanna make you happy, girl. Just let it go, but live in the past, girl. Make you happy. All I wanna do is make you happy, girl. Just wanna make you happy, girl. Just wanna put a smile on your face, girl. Maybe you can come and take my hand I'm not your ordinary man Trying to do the best you can You're trying not to give your heart to, to the wrong, wrong one Wrong one I know it wasn't right what they did to you You're gonna have to trust me You're gonna have to trust me Just let it go, don't live in the past, girl Make you happy All I wanna do is make you happy, girl Just wanna make you happy, girl Just wanna put a song in your face, girl Yeah, now that it's hard and you don't need to know Don't need to trust, girl Don't need to trust, girl Just trying to protect your heart Trying not to give your heart to the wrong one. I just want to make you happy. I just want us to be happy. All I want to do is make you happy, girl. Just want to make you happy, girl. Just let it go, don't live in the past, girl. All I want to do is make you happy, girl. Just want to make you happy, girl. Just wanna put a song in your face, girl Yeah, now that it's hard and you don't need to trust, girl Don't need to trust, girl Don't need to trust, girl Just try to protect your heart All I wanna do is make you happy, girl Just wanna make you happy, girl Just let it go, don't live in the past, girl Live in the past, girl Cause I wasn't in the mood But I tried to play it cool Then you thought I 
feeling insecure Didn't think that your love was pure Yeah, I text another nigga Cause I thought that he was realer Taking him out my phone, how the fuck you figure? When we went to the club, you ain't had a cash So I had to make sure your friends let you pass Yeah, yeah, that shit was never wild You was really close, mine couldn't live with that And if I want to be honest, I just want my cash back How could you sleep? Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the First Lady Faith Evans, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to The Stephen Knight Show. Our guest tonight uh, is an actor out of Philly who recently made appearances in the Philly-based film called League 215, a stage play called A Lustful Temptation, and a short film called Close Call. Please help me welcome the talented Fernando Reyes. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. So tell us... How did you get started working in uh, in, in film and in, in plays? Uh, I mean, I guess acting was always a, a passion of mine, but mm-hmm. I never really acted on it. And um, I really wanted to get into directing and screenwriting. Okay. But, um, but the one way that I was always told that it's a great way to learn how to get into the industry is to pretty much learn background work, learn how to get on the stage, yeah, learn how uh-huh. to learn how to familiarize yourself with on the set. So I started out just going, just I was, you know, let me just let me just go for acting and see how I feel about it. So I started going out there doing student films, and I actually enjoyed it. I actually really really liked it. So I, I read a lot of books on it, read a lot of videos on, watched a lot of videos on it, and also um, I'm planning on taking classes so that way I can just strengthen my my craft. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I played with it. I had fun with it. And, you know, this this is where I want to be. And then me just knowing that my my dreams are achievable and seeing people around me doing the same thing. I'm like, you know, if they can do it, I can do it. Most so definitely. I just, I just went for it. Yeah, yeah. And I can imagine um, the fact that you've already picked up projects, you're doing projects. What has been your, your favorite role so far? Um. I wouldn't. I would like to say out of the box, but I haven't had a character like that. Okay. Uh-huh. But um, I, I'm open minded. But if I can, if I can play anyone, the more complex the character is, that's that's how I would want to. That's what I would want to do. Yeah. Because it'll 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 help me venture out to to new areas, and it'll challenge myself, challenge me to see how I can how I can play it off and what I will learn from it afterwards. Right. Right. Are there any roles that you wouldn't take on? Do you think that you wouldn't you wouldn't mess with? Um, probably, I mean, I, I don't want to say the, the stereotypical character because I'm Hispanic. Like, I don't yeah, want to do that right, typical yeah. gangster in, in a dicky suit and a tank top. Uh-huh. A mob uh-huh. boss, I'm not, yeah, like a, like a mob boss, I'm not opposed to it. Or, or, or like a, or like a cartel boss, I'm not opposed to it. Okay. Okay. 
What do you see if you can have your dream role? What does that look like for you? Honestly, um, I was always and this is this is going to sound very funny and childish. And I always ask if someone asked me this, mm-hmm. ask me this. Uh, this this would be my answer. Um, there's an anime called Dragon Ball Z, uh-huh. and they they made a very disrespectful version in the early 2000s. Okay, and if, if they <laughs> if they were to make a very respectable one. Uh, in the near future, I would like to play the character called Vegeta or oh. a very famous um, Hispanic icon. Okay. Yeah. I would like to do something like that. That'd be dope. You know, we're seeing a lot more, especially in recent years, more um, diversity on screen. Um, you don't see a lot of like uh, Hispanic driven um, films. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. What do you think, why do you think we have that lack of diversity when it comes to the Hispanic community? Um, it's, it's past typing, you know, and um, I know Chicago and John, uh, there was some Hispanic actors in Chicago actually yeah. speaking out about that. And oh, good. also Hispanic characters in, in L.A. And I'm hoping to do the same thing here in Philly. Yeah. Because it's like I was uh, speaking with uh, my manager and also a friend of mine. I'm like, you know, Hispanic actors can be more. We can be loving fathers. We can be loving husbands. We can exactly. be lawyers. We can be doctors. We can be detectives. We don't always have to be cast typed as the Latin lover or or the gangster or the the husband that abuses his wife. We, right. we're not, we're, that's not what we. That's not what every Hispanic is. Yeah. And I want I want to shed light on that. I want to shed light that Hispanics um, can be more than that because I know African Americans. They, they in the rise of, of Hollywood, exactly. they had that struggle, and then, yeah. and then now. They got their time to be whatever they want to be. Mm-hmm, I want mm-hmm. to do the same thing for Hispanics. Exactly. And even with the Asian community, with Crazy Rich Asians and films like that, you know, we're starting exactly. to see more diversity, but I think it needs to be across, you know, the different ethnicities. You know what I mean? Um, of course. Yeah. So, you know, we heard a lot in recent uh, times about the Me Too movement, Time's Up, um, you know, women being taken advantage of on sets and whatnot. Do you see, have you seen that or heard of that, like in the communities that you work in, that you are hearing women still having to deal with those issues, or what's been your experience with that? Um, I mean, I, I guess since I'm still at the bottom uh, of the whole acting stuff, and I'm still moving forward, Yeah, I personally have not come across that, mm-hmm. but um, I, I always keep up on Hollywood stories, and you know, they, they said some things that, that, of course, they're rumors, or they might be rumors, you know, James Franco was the type that did that. Yeah. A lot of people who produce their own films and people who want to get a shot at their own films, of course, they're going to try. Like, I, uh, to me, the rumors are less proven than than I can't really judge. But I, I also wouldn't put it past me that you know there are people out there that are like that. Yeah. Because especially since since you look at the the producer now that's that's um that's going on trial and, and, and facing oh, the charges now from all the, all the, all the, yeah, allegations against uh-huh. yeah. 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 So where do you see what in, in 10 years from now in a perfect world, where, where would your career be uh, then? Where do you see it? Um, God willing and, and uh, an actor an established actor that's mm-hmm. high up there setting, setting the roadmap for other Hispanics and encouraging other people to to follow, to feed their dream. That's that's my analogy. That I, I want to encourage people to feed their dream. Yeah. It's okay to follow it, but then even some people will follow it. They lose track. But if you feed it, if you water it, if you if you if you just pursue it nonstop like you would yourself on an everyday basis, you'll you'll achieve it. 
Yeah, that's true. Do you still want to um, direct and be behind the um, lens as well? Yes, eventually. Yeah, yeah. What, what because the... I, I do want to start. I okay. do want to start. I'm sorry. I do want to establish myself in in the industry, and then once once I'm able to bring some money in and make those right connections, yeah, I would like to to tell my own stories and tell other people's stories and direct them too. Yeah, yeah. What for you? Um, is there one that's more challenging um, being in a play versus being in film? Is it is it equally as challenging, or is it just one come easier? Um, they, they they both have their pros and cons. Yeah, um, I I enjoy them both. The commitment aspect is, for a stage play is like you know spending that prolonged time rehearsing mm-hmm. is just as tedious as um, when you're on screen. It's like how many takes until you get it right? Yeah, or like yeah. you just get it right, you know? Because mm-hmm. like um, you'll feel good about the first one, but someone might do something wrong, and then four takes later, you feel crappy about this one, but someone else did it really good. Right. Um, so they they all they both have their have their pros and cons. I, yeah. I enjoy them both. Like with the camera, you have to know that you're working the people or the millions of people on the other side. When yeah. you're on a stage play, you're working the people that's right in yeah. front of you. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Do you? Um, I, I know you mentioned that you did a lot of research and studying and you know reading books. Um, why is it? Why was that important? Because some people they think they can just act, they can just go out there and act. What was that important for you to get that? You know, to do that research, to get that education. You know, even if self taught. Why was that so important to you? Um, because I, I just can't show up in a room and someone tells me play a lawyer and then I'll act like I think I know what to act a lawyer. Right. Like, <laughs> never sat in, in the room with one. Yeah. I, I watch movies and of course they do a great impression of one, but am I am I gonna Am I going to make you believe that I'm? I can really be a lawyer in yeah. real life. Am I going to make you believe that I can really be a doctor in real life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, it's like it's. I I think I read it in a book. It was uh, uh, seven tips for an actor or something along those lines. Don't quote me on it. It was it was a short book. Okay. Um, they said that when you're acting, if you're an audition or if you're on set or if you're on stage, every person is looking through a keyhole. So let's just say if you walk through a door, you look through a keyhole, and I'm playing my part. I'm giving my lines, I'm giving my dialogue, my audition. Mm-hmm. Would you believe I'm the person I'm portraying if you if you look through that keyhole? Mm. And that's snapped on to me like, damn, how, yeah. how can I make people so, like, how can I tell this? How can I make people believe it? And I gotta think people are watching me through a keyhole. Yeah, that, that's, that's actually a great tip. All you up and coming uh, actors, pay attention to that one. That was a good one. That was a good nugget. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, are you working on anything now? You have anything coming up? Um, I, I know for a close call, uh, they're gonna show it at an event called Five Short Films here in Philadelphia. They're gonna okay. show a uh, close call there. It's April twenty fifth, I believe. Okay. I also got casted in two small projects in Philly. One called uh, Philadelphia. And also, I'm um, sorry, I got cast in four, another stage play and another um, another film. So one's called The Gunner, one's called Philly Narcotics, and another one's called Deep Undercover. So everyone could stay tuned for those. Most definitely. Congratulations on that. And this, yeah, yeah, thank you. And I, I forgot the name of the stage play. I'm sorry. So, but I, I'll, I'll let you know. But <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it, man. As long as, long as I know I'm progressing, yeah. I, I, I feel successful. That's what it's about. That's exactly what it's about. Where can we keep up with you and, and follow your career and follow your projects? Um, my Facebook is Fernando Reyes. 
And um, Reyes is R-E-Y-E-S, because some people, when they hear me say it, they think I say Rios. Uh. But it's Reyes, R-E-Y-E-S. And my Instagram is F-J-R-J-R official. All right, Fernando Reyes, man. Thank you so much for joining us. Continued success. And uh, I look forward to seeing you on the, in the big screen very soon. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it too, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. For more information about Fernando Reyes, you can go to our website, thestephennightshow.com, and we'll be right back after this. Loving me wrong, I'm tired, I'm tired, and I'm moving on. You feel me, you feel me, no, I'm like a bum. Stop loving me, loving me, loving me wrong. Why you keep, why you keep loving me wrong? I'm tired, I'm tired, and I'm moving on. You feel me, you feel me, no, I'm like a bum. Stop loving me, loving me, loving me. I was with you, but living a lie. I was giving you, giving you life. You were loving me wrong for a while. Filling my head and filling my tank Ain't I was so dumb to stay in the fence Cause I was so lost and stuck in your maze Stuck in the sex, was stuck in the love I let you dishonor my name and my love I let you dishonor my pride like a fool Denying myself just so I could choose you I was with you but living a lie I was giving you, giving you life So carry the bed that you slept around You crept around when there's no doubt STDs distributed out You sold me a novel then wrote me out I cannot, I will not, I won't allow Why you keep, why you keep, why you keep loving me wrong I'm tired, I'm tired, so I'm moving on You feel me, you feel me, no, I'm like a bomb Stop loving me, loving me, loving me wrong Why you keep, why you keep loving me fake I've been wrote you off, you're fucking replaced And this is the end of the song for the fake I was with you but living a lie
business. That's a quarter million. She don't like to listen. Baby, so resilient. But she know I'm cunning. She know that I'm brilliant. My bank roll a hundred, but that's just some lush. I spend that on backwards. I spend that on lush. A hundred is your heart life. Boy, you know that's real. It's going well, Stephen. How are you guys? It was good. You know, the weather's finally getting nice, so we'll spend a little bit of time outside and just try to enjoy it, and hopefully it continues. How about you? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. 
<laughs> oh, she knows. She knows. Uh, now, now the question I have though is your your phone has automatically adjusts for daylight savings time, right? So, what 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 happened? Ah. Holy moly, wow, okay. <laughs> well, well, hopefully in a week she's good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So more fun without you, I guess. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll kick it off. So this weekend I saw Onward, which is the latest uh, Disney Pixar animated film. And this movie is about this uh, kind of suburban fantasy world. So in the trailer and the premise, uh, magic existed a long time ago, but then technology came along and people started using technology and magic was kind of long forgotten. So these two brothers discover a wand and a possible way to uh, bring back their dead father one last time for like a, a 24 hours. So they go on a quest to kind of find that spell and bring everything back. Um, and... It was it was really good actually. I was impressed by you know it's definitely it fits that mo model of kind of you know if you want to watch teenagers on an adventure so think of like maybe not and not as extreme but maybe something like a Goonies or something like that where you have these two uh, kids trying to find something new and do something different and this is a world where magic exists and the characters are different. There are pixies. There are the main characters are elves. Uh, there's centaurs and manticores and all these kind of fantasy elements. So it feels like um, almost like a D and D world or one of those fantasy worlds, but it's well done. It's a great story. They got some good voices to uh, be characters. So Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus, Octavia Spencer are kind of our main four leads in it. And uh, yeah, overall it's, if you're looking for a good kind of, Another Disney Pixar movie that will uh, warm the heart and have some good jokes, then definitely check this one out. Awesome. Sounds good. I love a good adventure fantasy film. Yeah, yeah. This one does it and a really good job, too. Good. So the film that I saw uh, was called, well, is called Premature, and it's um, done by a friend of the show. We actually had him on the show some time back in our many years, or maybe I think he was on in our first year, uh, Rashad Ernesto Green. And he um, is, you know, he did a film, a award-winning film called Gun Hill Road. And um, he's back with Premature. Uh, it's an indie film. Uh, it's actually written by the star of the film, uh, Zora Howard. And uh, Mr. Green actually did the screenplay, and he directed it, and he produced it. Um, I, I'm going to just start off by saying, so far, where were we? We're in March. So far, this is the best film that I've saw this year. Nice. 
this film reminds me of Poetic Justice, but better. And better in the sense of that it has more grit than Poetic Justice. Not taking anything from John Singleton, Poetic Justice was a wonderful movie. But looking at this movie, and it doesn't have any notable stars in the cast, and it holds its weight. Um, I think part of Poetic Justice hype was that you had Janet and then you had Tupac starring in a film. Would you still be interested in seeing that film if there weren't any big names attached to seeing that film? Would you go see that film knowing that um, it was a low budget and it was an independent film? Would you go see that film if there wasn't a big studio connected to marketing that film? This would be that film. Um, I cried a couple times in this movie. Uh, it's basically a, a love story uh, in the heart of uh, Harlem, and it's about a young girl who is college-bound, and this is her summer before she actually leaves to go to college, and she falls in love with a young man that's not from Harlem. He's from uh, the South, I believe. Um, I, 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 I'm at a loss for words because the, mo the movie moved me so much. And again, I say it's an independent film, so if you're going to go see it, go see it now if you want to see it in theaters. And yes, it's definitely worth the ticket price to go see it in theaters. And how many times do I tell you to do that? I really don't ever tell you to go see a movie in mm -hmm. theaters. But go see this movie in the theater. It's worth it. It's, it's, you know, it's that whole having the popcorn and the soda sitting there and getting the whole ambiance of the theater. Check it out. Um, I think so far they grossed uh, $22,000. Again, this is an indie film. It's not going to bring in millions and millions of dollars. But it definitely carries its weight in content. Um, you definitely will walk away feeling something from this film. Uh, again, that's Rashad Ernesto Green. And he's one of those directors for me at this point, no matter what he does, I'm going to go check it out because he's solidified himself with me as far as his content is concerned. That's just how I feel about it. Um, yeah, so check it out. Nice. So, yeah, and I just want to uh, sidebar also, um, you know, it's interesting because a lot of movies opened lower than expected this weekend, and we're finally kind of seeing the uh, effect of the coronavirus on yeah. the, the market. I was, and I they was, said the Chinese... I, the Chinese uh, Chinese movie industry has already negative or lost two billion dollars because wow. everyone's staying home in quarantine, you know, or not going out to the theaters. So yeah, it's, it's an interesting time of the year for the films. I was going to get there a little later when talking about films coming up, um, but mm. since you brought it up, uh, one of the films on my list to check out in the future is No Time to Die, is the new James Bond film. So they pushed the release date back for that simple simple reason. They don't want to lose money for the coronavirus, so they pushed the opening back. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, we're waiting and seeing when we're going to get our next James Bond film, which I hear is going to be awesome. So now I'm a little yeah, upset yeah. because <laughs> I need this. I, I've been calling it the Roro. I need this Roro to go away. I need them to find <laughs> a cure and eradicate it. I need it gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because um, it's, it's probably going to push a lot of other stuff back, too. Yeah. Yeah, how about that? Um, so The Outsider on HBO finished up last night. That was the final episode of the season. 
and wow we. If you have not watched this series, please check it out. It is so good, y'all. It really is. Stephen King and Jason Bateman are in their bag on this one. Check it out. Um, Hunters, again, on um, Amazon Prime. That is such a good one. Um, And they're telling you some serious facts in this show, too. They're sliding in a little truth. So check it out. Where did those Nazis disappear to? Hmm, I wonder where. Um, if anyone's into anime, I uh, love this series on Netflix. It's called, it's called Castlevania. It's an anime cartoon uh, based upon Dracula and this whole sorcery fantasy world of vampires and sorcerers, and it's just really interesting. It's very, very good if you're into that type of stuff. I'm a geek that way. I live for it. I think I brushed through. It's only like maybe like five, six episodes, but they're really, really good. Check it out. Yeah, I've heard a... You've watched Castlevania before? No, but I want to because every time the season comes out because they're up to three, everyone says it's a great show and it's like one of Netflix's Mm -hmm. best animated series. And I I do want to watch it, but I'm glad uh, glad that you're, you're confirming that it's still, it's really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it just keeps getting better. I'm almost finished uh, this third season. I think I maybe have, like, maybe two more episodes to go. Uh, It's just so much content on TV now. Like, I'm trying to absorb stuff really quick to get it out the way. Um, I'm in the Mm -hmm. middle of watching Lock and Key on Netflix as well, which is awesome. Um, Again, fantasy, uh, magic, um, uh, supernatural. Yeah, that's what I live for. Check that out, too. Uh, they okay, gotta okay. have us. I finished that. Uh, that's the series uh, about uh, the black entertainment industry, movie inter- movie and film uh, industry in particular. Um, that's really good and educational. I learned some great things on there. Uh, some history about certain films and uh, who produced what and where money came from to, for certain films that uh, probably would not have gotten made if certain people didn't step in and produce, and why we have the resurgence of um, what they're calling the black renaissance in film. Definitely check that out. Um, Westworld is back on the 15th of this month for their uh, third season, and Insecure is back on April 12th. Nice. Have you? Uh, you're looking forward to. Go ahead. Well, I, I will say, have you watched? And it's on HBO also. The Av that Avenue Five show. It's kind of like that sci-fi comedy. That. <laughs> so I've seen previews for that, and every time I see previews, I'm like, mm, yeah, no, I'm not going to do it. So it, the previews <laughs> don't they don't grab me to make me want to watch it. I keep saying I'm going to watch eight episodes to see, you know, if it's going to catch. But um, yeah. I am watching Curb Your Enthusiasm, and also, since we're talking about HBO shows, I've mentioned it before, but there's a documentary uh, called McMillions, where it's about the... Um, the McDonald's Monopoly scandal. Exactly. Oh, my God. Who knew? Who knew yeah. that the people that were winning those millions, it was a scam, and it goes through the whole FBI you know, investigation on how they cracked the case and who was doing what, and who was getting the millions, and where it came from, and what happened to them. Like, it's really good. It plays out like a really good, good, good soap opera. 
It really does. Yeah. Check it out. I will, I will say I, I watched the first episode and, uh, I don't know if I'll finish watching it. My wife will probably uh, finish watching it cause she's entertaining and entertained in it enough. I think, and you can tell me if I, my, my theory is right. Cause you, I think you finished uh, the series. They could have just done this in like two to three episodes. I feel like the whoever's producing and directing this is really stretching this out. Cause yeah, they are. I they felt like there's a lot of filler. They are stretching it out, but I mean, it wouldn't make for good TV if they didn't stretch I it out. Know, I mean, and the I whole know, thing is but... the the big cliffhangers at the end. You know, it's just like, and if you really t- think about HBO and how they do their documentaries, they don't just do an hour documentary; they stretch them out. It's like a little mini series. I know, I know. I know. I just I want to I want to get to the meat of it sometimes, and I just I don't want to hear the guy talk about. How he had to wear a golf short because that's what <laughs> assistant directors or whatever do, and I'm like, all right, I don't need to hear this part of the well, story. Well, I guess so part, anyway, that's just a personal complaint. Part of the plot with HBO and what they're doing is they throw these shows on to fill the space before they put on the blockbusters. They can't put on blockbusters mm. right behind a blockbuster, so they have to put these filler shows in, which I. I appreciate because sometimes the filler shows might not be something that I really want to see, and it gives me a break to catch up on other stuff that I want to watch, and I don't have to yeah. constantly be glued to HBO because between – no, I'm just going to say straight up. HBO probably is the best outlet for the, the, the content that I love. They're, they're picking out the best for me. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And I love the little break in between the major shows. So this show is going on after Outsiders just ended, and then we're going to have Westworld start up on the 15th. That's just enough time for me to absorb maybe two shows <laughs> off Netflix and maybe jump over to Amazon real quick and then come back to HBO. It's too much content on TV right now. Who would have ever thought that we would say something like that? Because I remember a point in time where there was nothing on TV. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, that's good to know. Um, and I think you were about to ask me what, what I'm looking forward to in the movie. So yes. there's a couple on the list. Um, this Bloodshot movie, which is kind of uh, based on this comic book character, but it's a, it's a Vin Diesel vehicle. It looks like it could be interesting. It looks like a fun, mindless kind of action movie. Um, that's, that's this week. And then Mulan at the end of the month, which, again, I'm hoping they don't push back because – Obviously, yeah. the Chinese, the Chinese uh, yeah. movie industry is very big, and Mulan is going to be their like huge market for them. So um, yeah. we'll see what happens there. But yeah, those are the top two on my radar. Yeah, Mulan's on my list as well. Bloodshot, meh, not so much. Um, I think Bloodshot is Vin Diesel's uh, grab at you know being a superhero. You know, he's yeah, it's like the Triple X series, right? Yeah. I think that he should go back to Riddick, Chronicles of Riddick. I think he should go mm-hmm. back to that. That's probably going to be his cha-ching. That's going to be yeah. his moneymaker. That and the Fast and Furious. Vin Diesel, yes. hang on. You know, hang on to them. I, I really don't know about this bloodshot. I, I wasn't really too interested when I saw the trailer. It's like, eh, so what? Yeah, and that's but, what I was kind I of know. expecting, but yeah, we'll see. Um, postcard, The Postcard Killings is on my list. Uh, Emperor is on my list. Um, Issa Rae and Lovebirds, uh, that comes out just as Insecure is coming back. And in, in a side note, Insecure actually forgave a year 
so that Issa could do these two films, The Photograph and Lovebirds. So I, The Photograph was good, and hopefully Lovebirds will be as good because then that way I can justify her taking a year off to film these films and leave us in the lurch for Insecure. So Lovebirds better be good, Issa. And, um, of course, No Time to Die with James Bond, which is pushed back. And uh, My Spy, which I think is going to be one of those cute family movies. I, I, I think that'll uh, uh, be pretty decent for, you know, family viewing. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's good to know. But doesn't that just get up underneath your skin? Like when you invest, you sit there and you waste, not I'm going to say you waste your time because you don't know you're wasting it at the time, but you're sitting there and you're, you know, spending your time invested into this film and then you get to the end and it's like, ah! Oh. <laughs> Mm. Uh, I'll be sure to avoid it. Before we we leave, I just want to shout out one of my clients, Anvar. Anvar is an MMA fighter. He's out of the Discipline MMA gym uh, in um, Mayfair, Pennsylvania. And he has a bout on March 14th. Good luck to you, Anvar, and um, kick his butt. Go away 
showing me my past My heart belongs in your grasp I only see you underneath your life I can't survive without your kiss My life dripping from your lips I'm nowhere from the body Like time slows down And every breath is getting longer I feel my heart sinking to the ground And every weakness is getting stronger As I'm falling, I can feel you lift me up underneath your wings And this every touch, how you take my love and bring it back to life You bring it back to life I feel your fire burn underneath my skin And this every touch, how you take my love and bring it back to life You bring it back to life And I'm sound you make I can feel your words all in the air With your voice making my heart beat If your soul is all I see It's like the rest of the world is not there It feels like time slows down Every breath is getting longer I feel my heart sinking to the ground And every weakness is getting stronger And as I'm falling I can feel you lift me up underneath your wings And it's every touch how you take my love and bring it Back to life, you bring it back to life. I feel your fire burn underneath my skin, and it's every touch how you take my love and bring it back to life. You bring it back to life, and as I'm falling down, I feel you lift me up underneath your wings, and it's every touch how you take my love and bring it back to life. Back to life I feel your fire burn underneath my skin And it's every touch How you take my love and bring it back to life You bring it back to Yo, what's good, man? This is Keith Jacobs checking in for the one time. And this is my new single, Saucy. You heard it here first on the Stephen Knight Show. Well, that's our show. Special shout-out to Fernando Reyes for joining us tonight. Continued success to you. Hope you all have a great week, and we'll talk again next Monday. Peace and good night. Tonight is all eyes on me. Everything's gonna be all right.
Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com.